What's up, guys? You should be watching our live stream every Sunday and Wednesday night. We're having a good time joking uh, and talking fantasy. So check us out. Twitch.com slash Daydream Media. Again, Twitch.com slash Daydream Media. And hit the beat. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. That was Ryan and Keone is with us. What up, y'all? That was so vanilla. I was like, you started out with something that was like, bam, we got the pumpkin spice in there. And then it just ended up like, nah, that's fake. It's, <laughs> it's artificial. And then what? I wasn't. The, I was just asking. If no, it was no, it was me, good. It was my turn. It, it started <laughs> it was so me, good. You were like, looking oh. for. Oh, and I delivered it. I gave oh, you a okay. good old. No, it was great. It was. Plug. It was by the classic, book. Classic. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, you know, textbook. You know, so I should have stuttered three more times. You, yeah. If you were really on the Twitch, you know why. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like if you that's, tune into the Twitch, you know. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's yeah. It was very like, oh, this is the uh, this is what they teach at the uh, old intro podcast intro school. But I thought you were gonna thought you were gonna go off book. That's the start, but that's all right. It's so good because all at the end of the day, it's all about that. What else was slugs. good <laughs> was week eight, which is now hey! the bugs. So let's talk about everyone's game of the week going into week eight and some takeaways we had. Bengals at 49ers. What'd y'all think of this game? Um uh, good game. Good. You know, Bengals offense. Looks healthier. Joe Burrow looks fine. Like the bye week did the Bur- did the Bengals offense good. Yeah, I think Keone said it last week or maybe the week before that. The Bengals start slow and then they explode in the later half of the season. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the team that can go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, there, there they are. This is this team is really good and yes. finally giving Burrow a little bit of time. And mm-hmm. now Burrow can looks like he can move a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. And also San Francisco's defense is not what it was in the first five games. Mm. And I don't I don't know what happened. Well, um, Brock Purdy's not what he was in the first five games. True. Yeah, is, that's true. He's what is the term? He's he's got the yips. Is Debo Samuel it, uh, this big of a of a piece of this offense that he's really he's really yeah. needed? Could be. Like if yeah, because if they're missing anybody, it seems like yeah, they're he doesn't perform nearly as as good well, as like, like you said i think when you guys said they scored 17 three straight weeks in a row mm. his offense is just not clicking it's yeah. clicking for cmc oh yeah it's <laughs> so good love to you love to see it and yeah. i mean just because he's he is him like he is mm-hmm. so much him um like and it almost feels like to a certain extent it's inevitable that he scores and not but not necessarily let like this team will score if that makes sense yeah it does. Okay. I mean, I think they're asking Brock Purdy to just make throws that he's not comfortable making. True. And yeah. the team is losing, and he's not comfortable bringing. Well, it I don't think they're he's, good at playing at behind. No, no, they're not. Mm. He's he's not a come from behind quarterback. No, he is a let's let's keep this league quarterback. Yep. Yeah, he was a game manager. He's twenty for twenty two, two hundred yards, two touchdowns, and we're up by a touchdown, and we're feeling good. 
Yeah, yeah. And see, when you're that and you're down by a touchdown, you're like, well, how did you complete that many passes for only 200 yards? Yeah. You're only yeah. checking it down, bro. Yeah. And that's the difference. You know, it's it turns from efficient to, you know, Alex Smith. So are you worried about, I mean, obviously you're playing CMC. George Kittle had himself a, a pretty good Nine day. So. for 11. Yeah. 149. But I think you got to keep playing him, obviously. Ayuk? I, I think it might be time to trade Kittle, in my opinion. Ooh. Kittle okay. only plays well when either when? Debo or Ayuk are gone. Debo's gone. What, what has he done? 14 receptions, over 200 yards. And he hasn't gotten a touchdown yet. Or touchdown, you know, but whatever, who cares? Like he's mm-hmm. going off. Yeah. This yeah. is the moment where you can get maybe a guy who I don't, I don't here's the problem. I don't know who has the same ceiling as George Kittle, so it's hard to say like trade George Kittle away to get a tight mm-hmm. end. But like I think Laporta is better week to week fantasy value. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't you know perform on Monday night, people see that. Maybe you can get you know, George Curl, Laporta swap. Because I think Laporta is week to week better value when Steepo comes back. Because Kittle's just, sure. Kittle has a one for one nine, nine yard game in his book here. He also has a one for one in it <laughs> also two weeks ago. How do you feel about like doing a swap and not getting a tight end back and then streaming tight end? Like you use Kittle and a running back to go get a better running back? It is tough to stream tight end. Because okay. it's you're kind of like hoping basically for a, a touchdown from a guy every week. And that is tough to gauge. Well, um, I think we have some tight ends, end. though, that we have later on that got, we could stream. Sure. Yeah, you know what? Sure. With the running back position, what, let's, 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 let's come back to this later. Okay. One last year. Because I think we could think of a good running back we can get that can be – very fancy relevant for George Kittle plus an okay running back. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into some news. Giants tight end Darren Waller left early with a hamstring injury very early. He was dealing with this hamstring injury coming into the game, and he said he just didn't feel it. Um, it didn't feel right after that crossing pattern, so he left early. Giants backup quarterback Tyrod Taylor left early with rib injuries. Uh, this Giants team beat up, not looking good. No, no, no. You got Tommy DeVito and throwing the ball, throwing it, slinging it like it is pizza shop, you know, about down in Jersey. You got it. You got it. Cousin of Danny, you know, it's all it's all good. But like low key, I'm, I'm, I'm like making that a joke. But like as soon as they said like this guy's name, I'm like, oh, this dude is from New York or like yeah. he's from. <laughs> And it's like he, he like he's he, from he, Long Island. Like, oh, he's, he's That's where he's from. He was yeah, yeah, born yeah. there. He's an Italian family. They were actually eating dinner like Ooh, right after that game. Like he drove <laughs> to Ma, Sunday. Turn the sauce off. You gotta drive me. <laughs> yeah. Through the pine barrens. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Saquon Barkley gonna touch the wall a ton though, if uh Yeah. If he's he if Daniel Jones remains out. Mm-hmm. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett left early with rib injury. Uh, Mr. Trubisky. Hey, you know, this offense wasn't great anyway. So, no, that's right. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford left early with a thumb injury. He came back, played with through the injury for a little bit, but 
did eventually uh, end up leaving early. That game it was, was a blowout by then, though. Yeah, it was, it was a blowout. blowout. Yeah. Falcons quarterback Desmond Ritter left early, being evaluated for concussion. He did clear concussion protocol, but this team decided to hold him out. Good. They didn't want him to fumble again. Come on. Taylor Heineke wanted someone who throw the ball downfield. Yeah, we love it here. We love it. Heineke. We love it here at the Daydreamers. Um, Mm -hmm. Falcons wide receiver Drake London sustained a groin injury. Uh, He's going to be questionable going into this week. Uh, Stay tuned. FF Daydreamers on all social medias. We'll let you know how he what turns out with him. Commanders wide receiver Curtis Samuel left early with a toe injury. That kind of mm. sucks. He's been pretty productive the last yeah. few weeks. And, and it was like, I because I got him in, in, I think, a league, and it's like, oh, I know he's potentially injured going into the game, but he's going to play, so at least, you know, he might do something. And he, he did. Like, you know, he got a, a decent amount for, like, what happened. But it's just like, uh, it always sucks when you kind of have to play a player who, you know, is hurt. Yeah. Um but dang, the commanders seem to have the Eagles number almost. They make it exciting. Oh, they really make it exciting. Brother, hey, listen, listen. <laughs> it ain't first your last, and command is your last. <laughs> Boy, so AJ Brown there. just dominating you again. Jill hurt four touchdowns. You're lucky we fumbled two times. We didn't put a 50 burger on your forehead. That that one-handed catch by AJ Brown was was crazy. Dirty. So so good. Yeah. Uh, Patriots wide receiver Kendrick Bourne left early with a knee injury. Ah, looked good though. Oh, I don't think. Think. Yep. Um. Yeah, it just sucks because he uh he he had a great game. He got it. He got in the end zone, and then uh the worst news of all. Oh, devastating, awful, horrible, horrible news. Kirko. Oh, our true savior. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> uh, he left. Achilles almost it kind of looked, you saw it. If you if you watch the tape, watch the clip, almost looked like Aaron Rodgers. I mean it makes sense because it's the same injury. Just saw the ripple, and it's just like, ugh. And he is probably out. He knew it probably immediately. He yeah. saw it, he put his foot up, he was freaking out. Man, it sucks. Um listen, man. He was going off too. He was about yep. to have a great game. Yeah, he's had um, you know some of the past few weeks, and it's just like he is. And the, the Vikings were going, starting to get going. Jordan mm-hmm. Addison, TJ Hawkinson looked great. Yep. I don't know what this means for everyone's fantasy value. I, I feel like we're gonna have to have like a whole. We should have an emergency podcast just for that because there's so much. Like, does Justin right. Jefferson come back now? I, I don't know. Because it's gone. They do, do they go in full tank mode? Uh, I just, yeah. Because, I mean, it's a lot to unpack. trade for a backup quarterback. That's okay. You know, who knows? Probably not. Halloween's trade deadline. Yep. So the 31st <sighs> Man, just, of October. That's crazy. It's brutal. You yep. never want to yep. see people get hurt, obviously. But no, and not, not guys like Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Uh, but I'm sure he'll be praying. So, anyways. Man, thoughts. Our thoughts are up. Our smiles are up with Kirk. You know, Kirko with the Smirko. We got our smirks up for Kirk. So, all right. Um, <laughs> Let's get into some awards. 
So this first award, a random player with a big day. This is the Where With Who Award. You been where? Where who? I okay. got <laughs> go, go for it. Oh, all right. Um, we'll show some love to the uh, the tight end, even though, you know, their progress should have been stopped. But that's all right. You get in, big man. It's Trey McBride, the McBride of Frankenstein, as, you know, as uh, what's it called? The NFL Red Zone said was alive in this game. It was alive, and he was scoring a ton of fantasy points. With Zach Ertz being out on IR, he was struck by lightning because he had ten catches on fourteen targets for ninety-five yards. And as I said, even though his progress was stopped, he found his way into the end zone. He An unstoppable force. Yeah, like a month, much like. You know, Frankenstein walking through just an unstoppable force. Um, misunderstood. Um, yeah, the Cardinals were in like garbage time kind of pretty early or just for a lot of this game and the, where they scored, you know. Um, and so they a lot of a lot of that, much to my chagrin because I had the Ravens defense, but that's all right. Um, but he had fantastic numbers. You know, he had a great game. And if you're. You know, you had feeling like the the hairs standing on the back of your neck, and when somebody were when somebody walks on your grave, and maybe you played him, that was a good move for week eight. You like, oh, Zach Ertz is out. I'll play Trey McBride. I don't know, and it worked out for you. I, so I'm happy if that's the case. Um, but he had the most targets for his team in week eight, and he could be worthy of being picked up. You know, maybe we'll see. This is one week. Um, probably not going to happen again like this exactly. But with Zach Ertz out. You know, he could be a viable option um, for this team. And maybe who knows? Maybe uh, the returning quarterback can, um, if he's healthy, can uh, throw him the ball. Um, But yeah, just a random tight end, basically kind of getting off. Um, Yeah. So great. Good job, Trey McBride. Kyler Murray. If Kyler Murray comes back. (laughs) (laughs) I played Trey McBride in one of my dynasty leagues. Hey, there you go. Had nothing to lose. So exactly. That was the kind of play that was. Yeah. Um, All right. I got Jamison Crowder. The once okay receiver came out and had himself a day, seven targets, seven receptions, 95 yards, scored a touchdown. If you're new to fantasy football, but you probably don't even know who Jamison Crowder is. Um, it's okay. I wouldn't be worried. I wouldn't probably be adding him. Yes, Curtis Samuel missed time. That's probably why Jamison Crowder had this, this many targets. Um, so you have to wait and see w- what happens with Curtis Samuel first. And then Han Dotson and Terry McLaurin are still there, and they're going to be the one and two. So, uh, But Jamison Crowder. I, I was surprised to see his name pop up and finish so high. Mm. My where with you player is Will Levis. I mean, that's incredible to have four touchdowns mm-hmm. when we thought you're going to be splitting quarterback touches and all this crazy stuff. And I mean, he was, but it's just overall just crazy. It's just, you and then you have three of them to Hopkins and what it was like 11 games. He had to score a touchdown and he scores three here and he has his epic crazy game that he hasn't done in years. And he looks like old Hopkins and they were in the throwbacks. It was just aware with who overall type of performance by both those guys. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. 
I mean, right. even the fourth touchdown was aware with who touched down because it was like it was like nicotine and uh, not not Andre nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> nicotine? <laughs> what? Hey, Nick Westbrook. 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 Oh, Nikine Westbrook. Or, yeah, Nikine. Westbrook Akine. Yeah, Westbrook. Okay. His first name. What did you say? What did? Oh, Kennedy, what did you say? The guy said. The what? Nicotine. What? Oh no! It's, I said Andre Nicotine. <laughs> like Nicotina. Like ah. Uh, like uh The rapper. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Shout out to Joey, man. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. Shout out to Joey. Yeah. There's too All much right. candy this weekend. You know, too <laughs> that, much candy over the Halloween weekend. Those are where with who players uh, award winners. Let's move on to our next award. This is a big player that just didn't perform. This is the You're Not That Guy Pal Award. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. Miles Sanders! Fuck you! <laughs> you thought you were going to leave the Eagles and perform well. Ah, you two carries Chuba Hubbard's lead guy. I know he's coming off an injury. He probably has a snap count limit or whatever. But listen. Come out of the bye week. You have zero yards. We and you have the same amount of yards. You were talking about why the Eagles didn't use you in the Super Bowl. Listen, bruh, we lost the Super Bowl, but it wasn't because we didn't use you, and we don't need you now. Ah, boy, Miles Sanders. Take that out. Called it. Yep. I told you not to start him. We did. Um, and it was the Chuba Hubbard, a.k.a. Chubbard, according to one of the announcers of that game, is <laughs> how they referred to him. Um, but yeah, he, uh, Miles Sanders, we just, we told you, you should have, you should have listened. So you know who you are out there who didn't, who did play him and that's, you suffered. Um, but, and another guy, another running back who I think we talked about before, but who just didn't have a great game because it wasn't this type of game. Um, it was Tony Pollard. This was definitely the Dak Prescott to CeeDee Lamb game because, oh my goodness, they both had multiple touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb had two. And Dak Prescott had four and they connected for 12 catches, leaving not much room for Tony Pollard in this run game. He had 55 yards total, which is, you know, given that he had 12 carries, not bad. You know, he had 4.4 yards per carry on, on the ground, which is, you know, all right. But here's where his day was not the same. He had a very, very minimal amount of catches with just one in every other week this season. He's had at least multiple catches, but in week eight, for the first time in 2023, he was held to a single reception, and that's really where he pads his numbers, and so it kind of let you down. He ended up with 6.5 fantasy points and probably a disappointing spot on your lineup that you would have liked to go back and replace with somebody else. Um, Yeah, Tony Pollard, just not his game, not his week, you know, not a bad running back, but just not the game they played this week. Uh, yeah, you're not that guy, Powell Award winner for me is going to be Cooper Cup. This is a huge name, two weeks in a row now, just really letting you down. Still seeing a lot of targets. Uh, last week saw seven. This week saw 10 targets, but finished with four catches for 20, 21 yards. Wasn't the wide receiver that got in the end zone. Uh, just a bad day. And it makes it worse that it was two weeks in a row. This is two weeks now finishing outside the top 50 wide receivers. Um, dang, Cooper Cup uh, just just really let you down this week. And like Keone talked about with Tony Pollard, this was a blowout, but he still saw 10 targets and he probably should have saw more. 
because it was such a blowout. But in him being Cooper Cup, you know, you got to give that guy 18 targets in in that situation. Um, but still, he's he's got to produce, and he didn't. All right, that'll do it for our awards. Let's move on to our waiver wire. All right, first, is there anyone that couldn't make your list? They're over 50% rostered, so they don't qualify for this segment. Daryl Henderson. I know I think we talked about him last week um, as a possible ad, but he's still only 60.8% rostered, so he's available in 40% of league still. Um, and granted, you know, not, not a great week. We knew it wasn't going to be a great week for this, just this Rams offense going against you know, the pass rush and uh, Michael Parsons and all, you know, but with Kyron Williams out on IR, um, it's pretty much been Daryl Henderson's backfield. You know, Um, they, he had 15 touches for 85 yards. Most of those came off of passes, which is, which is a good sign. Like you want to see that. Um, I think it was only three passes, but still the majority of his yards came from those passes. And so you, it's a very, it's a positive. Um, and I think he's had over 10 fantasy points in the past two games, which is which is good. Um, so they face Green Bay next, which is a one of the worst you know teams versus the running back position. And then after their bye, they face Seattle and Arizona. So three out of the next four weeks. I think he's a viable uh, play if you if you're going to be starting him, um, if you so choose to do that. So yeah, if you're a league where he's available and you need the help, Daryl Daryl Henderson, they'll. Uh, He'll he'll get the ball. Okay. I got Romeo Dubs. Um the Packers seem to go to him in the end zone. And you know, even whenever the ball ricochets off his hands and it goes to Reed or someone like last week, they're still <laughs> targeting him in the end zone. Uh he just seems to to I don't know, around the end zone. This man is just getting targets. Yep. That's pretty yep. much it. He doesn't catch a lot, he doesn't go for a lot of yards. He does get targets, uh, quite a bit of targets. But he's he's nothing really special. You're just hoping for a touchdown, which he does do. He's going to finish in the wide receiver 30 to 36 range. Um, but that's that's flex candidate right there. So worth an, worth an ad. Uh, for me, Don Kincaid, 62% rostered. He should be everywhere rostered. Uh, mm-hmm. Eight for eight, two weeks ago, same five yards. Follows it up on Thursday night, five for seven, 65 yards and a touchdown. He's going to be the main tight end in this offense, and he looks good. If we were talking about that George Kill trade, if you, this is a guy, if he's available, I'm spending a ton of fab on him. I'm probably spending 40 plus dollars on him because this is a rookie second half breakout in an mm-hmm. offense that's going to need guys because Gabe Davis is up and down. Stefan Diggs is always a dog, but like, you know, Gabe Davis is up and down. You know, Khalil Shakur just really. Went off last week, but hasn't really done anything overall. I like him, you know, but he's done everything overall. Mm-hmm. So, Kincaid, I mean, yeah, yeah and the season could be the number two option. Yeah, yeah. I was just waiting for Dawson Knox to get injured and move out of the mm-hmm. way so that way mm-hmm. they could uh, replace him. Yeah. Uh, and like the, the, the Bills are going to need to utilize a guy like Dalton Kincaid if they're going to get over any type of hump that they have, you know, which they seem to do like. 
you know, they just can't get over, they can't get to that next level. And not saying that they will, but Dalton Kincaid is definitely a piece of that for sure. All right. So now let's get into our list. Who is someone 50% or less rostered that you would be adding this week? We talked about him a lot. Trey McBride, 10 uh, receptions, 14 targets, 95 yards, a touchdown. First game uh, with Zach Ertz really gone, him becoming the guy. Kyler Murray on the way. We don't know. Maybe he comes back by Atlanta, Houston, you know, who knows? Uh, but listen, if he's going to be the number two person's offense, people are desperate tight ends. Let's pick this guy up. He's efficient. He's a second round draft pick. We thought he was the best tight end in the draft like two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, he just was behind an old vet who knows how to get open versus zone and offensive coaches love him. Mm-hmm. Now he's, you know, clear to one. We just started about with Kincaid. We're now seeing with Trey, uh, Trey McBride. It's very similar. So if Kincaid's gone. Trey McBride's available everywhere, like 7%. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go Will Levis. You know, we talked about, Ryan talked about him earlier, and he is 0.9% rostered. Uh, you know, Mike Vrabel was talking about this week, how he's going to play both, you know, Will Levis and Malik Willis. And, you know, technically he did, <laughs> but Will Levis definitely performed like he was going for the starting job. And he performed like a starter in this week. Um, you know, he needs to work on things. He's still a rookie, but he kind of, to me, Thanos snapped and basically will basically Malik Willis and Ryan Tannehill vanished into dust because until he proves otherwise, Will Levis seems like he should be the guy moving forward again. It's only been one week, but you know, we've had a few quarterbacks, you know, get injured this week. And so you might need to pick somebody up and why not take a shot on Will Levis, you know, um, and he is, he's hungry. You know, he remembered every single draft pick before him falling all the way to the second round, use that to fuel his performance versus the Falcons. He went 19 for 29. He also had like seven rushes in there for 249 total yards, but four touchdowns, four of them, no turnovers. That was Malik Willis's job. Um, he was, he was throwing good passes you know, again, still needs to work on, on certain things to get the ball out. You know, he's not going to face the Atlanta defense every week, um, but caught, made DeAndre Hopkins incredibly relevant again. Um, and so multiple touchdowns expect DeAndre Hopkins value to go up as well. If Levis continues to play this way um, again, I don't think he'll do this great all the time, but they face the Steelers next who, you know, besides their line, if he can, get it past them. I think he can do, has a chance to do well. And then he has some good matchups along the way, Carolina, Seattle, Indianapolis, um, and then some division games, which, you know, you never know with those. So yeah, we'll love us. If you need a guy, why not, why not take a shot? All right. I got Chuba Hubbard. Ryan talked about Miles Sanders and how this man did not play. Chuba Hubbard, 42.9% roster. So you can go add him, touch the ball, uh, carry the ball 15 times. He's the lead back. He's not anything super special. Uh, the Panthers finally got their first win. Good for them against a Texans team that's been pretty, uh, pretty hot, kind of hot. Um, mm. Hotter than we thought they were going to be at least. Um, yeah. It's a it's a running back position. It's hard to find guys that are going to touch the ball a lot. This is a guy that's going to has a chance of finishing as an RB two, chance of scoring a touchdown for this team. 
Uh, so yeah, Chubba Hubbard. Uh, pass me a Heineke. If he is a starter next week, <laughs> I'm going to start him because I think they play Minnesota. Let me double check that. Uh, yeah, they play at home versus Minnesota. Ooh. It's not Minnesota blitzes a lot, but they get a big plays. And Heineke's just that type of guy that chucks it up there and is going to produce some fantasy points. Uh, he got 12. And that was after Ritter was out. So what, that was like less than like, it was like a quarter, 12 mm. points in a quarter, quarter and a half. That's impressive for my boy. Pass me mm. a Heineke, I'm in. Uh, another guy I'm streaming just a little bit. If you can't get Heineke, which you should, Minshew, uh, going against the Panthers next week. Not a good defense. Another guy chucks it up there. So two guys, both in the same category of Please kind of have some fancy points because Kirk Cousins destroys AC or is Achilles. So, yeah. Um, another pseudo quarterback is Taysom Hill. <laughs> um, 14, 14.6% rostered. We told you to keep, pick him up last week. Ian talked about him. I talked about him. Um, we're going to keep saying it until we are forced to stop. Taysom Hill is good for fantasy. He can transform into a runner, passer, basically anything you need to get fantasy points. Um, he was one of my, he was my overreaction going into week eight and he's kind of living up to it to a certain extent. He had 77 total yards and got in the end zone twice for top five tight end performance. He's kind of a cheat code cause he, you know, should be listed at quarterback, but he's some, for whatever reason, the tight end, you know? So when we've known this for years, He's had three weeks in a row now as tight end six or better. On top of all that, his matchups are really good for the remainder of the year. He has Bears, Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Panthers, Giants. Oh, my. It's just like, I, I mean, after this week, he probably will his, be rostered in many, many more leagues. But still, get him while you can. Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill is my number two as well. Um, yeah. It's the tight end position. If you don't have a top couple guys and you're probably streaming tight end here, go get Taysom Hill. He's available everywhere and broken cheat code. Mm. Like, yes, he's not the original uh, a regular tight end one target on the day, but doesn't matter. Carry the ball nine times. That's that's what matters. Got in the end zone twice. So, yep. yeah, Taysom Hill. Uh, my last guy. Rashid Shahid, uh, going against the Bears next week. Listen, three for 153 and a touchdown. He's a deep threat in this team. He's going to go off. It's a big play shot here. If you're missing a guy, uh, there's going to be four teams on by, and you need a big play. This is the guy in the Saints offense. The Bears are you know, good at getting drive receivers, but they do give up a lot of big plays. Um you saw it against the Chargers tonight or, or last night uh, when you were two nights ago when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Whenever you listen to this podcast, this Charger game is on. Uh, but listen, the Bears go to big place. She get, does big plays. It's a shot. It's available. Shoot it. Um, my last guy is uh, Tyler Boyd, 46.4% rostered. Um, he only had three targets in week eight, which is it's just not ideal. Um, but he caught all of them. And he found the end zone. Um, so, and it, but it's not like, I think this was a little bit of an outlier because it's not like he doesn't get targeted. Um, since uh, weeks two through six, 
He's had an average of 7.6 targets per game. Um, so that's good, you know, low end RB, uh, wide receiver two flex numbers in terms of targets. Um, does kind of need to get a touchdown to help his game, seeing as he doesn't get a lot of yards, but he's had two in the past two games and this offense is picking up. So if they can move the ball, um, Boyd is, you know, a definite option, especially if either Chase or Higgins is hurt for any particular reason in any week, his value just goes up that much more. So he's a good guy to have on your team because he can be, you know, an anytime, anytime touchdown scorer. Like he just is like, just randomly like, Oh, Tyler Boyd found the end zone. Great. So yeah, if, if you, you need a flex play and um, yeah. My last guy, if you are hurting at the running back position, uh, Royce Freeman, 17.1% roster, you can go add him pretty much anywhere. Um, Keone talked about Dara Henderson. You probably want to add him first. He'll probably be the one, but it does seem like this is a 50, 50 split with him and Royce Freeman. So if you need a running back, go ahead and go get Freeman. Uh, He finishes the running back 21 this week, scored a touchdown, 44 yards on only nine carries. Um, He's not the pass catching guy there. That's definitely Henderson is is doing that, but Royce Freeman's going to get a couple carries near the goal line if they're down there. And so he has a shot at getting in the end zone. So if you're desperate at running back, go ahead and go add him. Yeah. All right. Is there anyone you guys are dropping? Damien Pierce. Kirk Cousins. (laughs) It's so sad. It's so brutal. Yeah, true. Kirk Cousins is the saddest one. Yeah. Um, I agree with Damien Pierce. Because again, he this you're going against the Panthers. And then he gets raids drop. Yeah, I know. Mm. I saw Madison, and I don't think you can drop him. It really you can't, sucks. and you really can't drop Pierce either. Yeah. This is why they're called rage it, drops. Because I, I'm just yeah, serious, yeah. and if ESPN can just open this shit up right now, I'm dropping these dudes. Yeah, but you have to wait till Tuesday when I'm a little bit calmer. Mm. Yeah, Nico Collins is my rage drop because he just. I mean, I, I guess yeah. it's the Texans just. Uh, the past three weeks, he's not been doing anything. Ugh, and, yeah, brutal. It's not like he's um, great to begin with, and uh, yeah. Well, he's he's just up and he's just up and down. I know. There. Yeah, he reminds me of Mike, uh, the Mike Williams, Gabe Davis mm-hmm. type. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Damien Pierce got vultured. That makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah, true, awful vulture. Awful. It's just the the Damien Pierce season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have any anyone you're dropping? Um, maybe like a Kirk Cousins yes unfortunately but maybe like a Michael Gallup you know Mm. because clearly Brandon Cooks Brandon Cooks is the number two there so Michael Gallup is better yeah yeah he caught a touchdown uh, so uh, Brandon Cooks did so yeah yeah, Michael Gallup is kind of irrelevant yeah all right that'll do it for the podcast thank you guys so much for listening remember fantasydaydreamers.com daydreamermedia.com our website go ahead and head over there get all of our content social media at ff daydreamers keep up with us there twitch.com slash daydreamermedia to come hang out with us sunday and wednesday nights and get the episode that you just listened to you need to listen to it early get early access uh tell your friends where you guys are getting the best fantasy advice have a happy happy halloween and stay dreamy Stay dreaming. Oh, stay dreaming.